Hey, you guys, we got to tell you about Brez Coffee Company. Made by gamers for gamers right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. No matter what your taste in coffee are, they got you covered. You like light or medium roast? Try the Necro Medium, Holy Grail Light, or Stamina Boost. I like the iCast Fireball mixed flavor, which is a fireball whiskey flavor. If you like dark roast like I do, then try the Critical Dark or the Coo Slayer Mocha Roast. Can't decide what you need for those all-night gaming sessions? Why don't you try one of their specialty sample packs? All roasts are made with fair trade Colombian beans. So stop buying that crappy coffee from the grocery store and head over to BrezCoffeeCo.com. That's B-R-E-Z-C-O-F-F-E-E-C-O.com and enter the code NCR at checkout for 10% off your order. Amazing! Do you like this show and you want to help support us? Do you want extra episodes every month? Do you want ad-free versions of the show? Then you should sign up over at patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro and you'll get your very own RSS feed to put into whatever your podcatcher of choice is and you'll be first in line for all extra content. So head on over and become a Patreon supporter of this very show. And we are back for another episode of the Nerd Cave Retro Show. My name is Jason Robbins, and joining me tonight, filling in for Derek Diamond, is our community manager, Bethany Fox. How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. How are you? Eh, not too bad, thanks. You know, I wish that uh, I could represent you being in Australia by actually turning the camera upside down. <laughs> <laughs> That would just be, it'd be funny, but yeah. How is uh, how are things in in Australia? Actually, not too bad. Where where I am, unfortunately, um, gone into a lot heavier lockdown restriction. Oh yeah. Did you guys ever yeah, come out of lockdown, or have you been in lockdown the whole time? Um, no, we come out of lockdown for a little bit, and then, um, and then from there, it just sort of got a little bit worse. We've been in lockdown for the last four weeks, but where I'm living, I now can't go to work for another month. Mm. So let me, I don't want to get political, but let me ask a question about Australia. Did the whole vaccine thing become a huge political argument like it did here in the United States? I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> it became. Such, I don't. It, I don't follow politics. Yeah, it should not be a political thing. I, I don't think it should have been, but it did, and I don't understand it, and I don't know why, because I come from a medical background, like I was an EMT. So I got vaccinated. When I became an EMT, I literally walked into uh, the the local health department. I had to go get vaccinated before I could actually start working as an EMT as soon as I got hired by the, uh, the ambulance company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to go get inoculated for pretty much everything under the sun. And, like, I walked into this, the, uh, the local... Um, what did I just say? The, the whatever the the local uh, health department and the nurse had literally like nine needles sitting there on the table, and I was like, Jeez. "Are those all for me?" And she goes, "Well, they're not all in one arm." I was like, "Oh, awesome, thanks." So I got inoculated. I got stuck nine times that day, and. I'm pretty much not scared of anything at this point. Like they could have a vial full of peanut butter and they're like, this is going to help you. Like, I'm like, okay, just go ahead and hurry. Hurry and just get it in there. Talk about feeling like a pincushion. Yeah, no kidding. It was, it was not fun, but 
I'm not scared of, of vaccines. Like, I just don't know where all this fear comes from because I, I like to go out and do things. And the more people get vaccinated, the better it's going to be for everybody. So if you haven't been vaccinated, go out and get your vaccination. Like, it's nothing. It's just, it takes like not even a second. Like, it just goes in your arm and it's done. And you're you're good to go. So I, I that, yeah. that's my vaccine rant for the week. But uh, what we do to hear is talk about video games. So what you've been playing this week? Uh, okay, so this week <clears throat> I've been playing. Uh, I played a little bit of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm getting through that pretty good. Uh, I've been playing Neon Abyss to re-familiarize myself with it. Um, and then last week I was playing um, Pokemon Unite. Oh, so are those the are those new po- new Pokemon uh, games? No, uh, Unite came out literally last Thursday. Okay, and um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX come out a couple of years ago. See, because I I can't keep up with the Pokemon stuff. Like every time I turn around, there's a new game coming out. <laughs> I don't know how you guys keep up with with what what game is what because it just seems to me like there's a new game like every three or four months they're dropping a new Pokemon title. I, I couldn't keep up. They're with a, they're a lot further further apart than that, but um, they're bringing out. They're doing a remake of Ruby and Sapphire, uh, not Ruby and Sapphire, Diamond and Pearl. Uh, I think it's re- getting released the end of the year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never played a Pokemon game. I almost did. I downloaded the uh, the Pokemon Go app when it first came out, but I couldn't. I guess so many people were on it at the time, I couldn't get it to launch. Like, I guess they were having some server issues. And I just kind of was like, eh, well, guess I'm not playing this, and then never try it again. So maybe I should. Maybe it, it'll be the thing that'll actually get me outside to go for a walk occasionally. Yeah, Pokemon, uh, Pokemon goes is fun, um, especially when you do it with a bunch of mates. Yeah. Um, I've I sort of get on and off the bandwagon, but you know. Yeah. It's just how I am with mobile games. <laughs> yeah, this last week, um, you actually witnessed a travesty the other night when I decided to play uh, <laughs> Super Mario All-Stars on stream. And for Super Mario Brothers 3 being one of my favorite games, I mean, if you can't tell behind me, I have everything is, is Super Mario 3. I'm bad at that game right now. Like I haven't played it in years. Uh, at least I'd say at least two to three years. I haven't touched that game since I think me and Derek had uh, a round table about it a few years ago. And I don't remember where anything is like, uh, like I just can't, I'm so bad at it now. And it was, it was really embarrassing to like be on stream and be like, I'm just getting my ass handed to me. Over and over again. It was bad. To the point where I switched to Super Mario Brothers 2 and still was getting my ass kicked. Yeah, it I actually recently watched a complete playthrough of Super Mario All Stars. Oh, that game still to this day and is, it looks so good. I mean as bad as I was at it, I, that game looks so good. Honestly, Lost Levels doesn't look that hard, but man, is it long. Yeah. <laughs> nine, nine worlds plus A to plus worlds A to D. Yeah. I honestly barely played Lost Levels because it just wasn't my my thing. Like, I enjoyed one way too much, and it felt like the Lost Levels, I mean, it really was just more of the same, just harder than episode mm. you know the first super mario brothers then you know super mario brothers 2 the Ameri- you know what came out in america was a reskin of doki doki panic and that's that's what i grew up with so that's that's my version of 
at part two. So I never really played the lost levels all that much. I I never played them. Yeah. Um, and, um, I think the only other thing I've played this week, I've been playing a lot of Civ six, uh, on, um, the switch. And that game, man, they really optimized that game for the Switch. So if you're into the Civilization series, that's one of the best hand like handheld versions of that game. Um, well, console version of that game. I mean, uh, you know, because I, it's very computer based, you know, type of game. But they really optimized it well for the uh, the Nintendo Switch, and that's. That's something I would highly recommend, and you can get it for really cheap now. It's like twenty bucks wherever you can get your uh, your games at, and I highly recommend it. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play any of the Civ games? No, I. No, I never played Civ. Um, or I might have played one of them, but. Civs has never really been my cup of tea. It's very, very, uh, what do you call it? Um, Slow. <laughs> very mic- very micromanaging. Yeah. Well, it's very relaxing for me. Like, I can just sit and watch TV while I'm doing it, you know, because it's not, you know, it's not Twitch-based or fighting or anything like that. You're just sort of taking turns, and you can take as long as you want, so... It's kind of like one of those just, it's almost like ASMR for me. It's just, I just sit back and relax and play it. Yeah, it's one of those, one of those games that <clears throat> I like real-time strategy and there is a little bit of micromanaging in them, mm-hmm. but with Civs just takes it to a whole new level. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of Sid Meier's games. I really wish they would do a... My, I think my favorite Sid Meier's game of all time is uh, Pirates. Did you ever play Pirates? No. The only Sid Meier's I played was Sid Meier's Railroads, and I think there was one more. I don't remember Railroads. But, um, but yeah, I played... Um, I had, like... I had Pirates for the original Xbox, and I had it on PC. And I played the hell out of the, that game, so I really wish that they would do a, a new version of that. Which I don't know if um, what's the new game from Rare, uh, the pirate game. Um, let me look that up. Rare pirate, rare pirate game. It is Sea of Thieves. Have you ever played Sea of Thieves? Mm, no, but I have heard of it. I, I know think, of it. I think I, I might actually. I think I'm going to give that a try because uh, I've heard some good things about it. So I'm going to give it a try and and see what it's all about. But because I love pirate games, and uh, Sid Meier's had the greatest pirate game of all time. So if the ever, if the, if the Sid Meier's company ever decided to put out a pirate game, they already have my money. They already have it. If so, if you want my money, go ahead and make it. Well, yeah, pretty much. But um, anything else you want to throw out there before we go into the news this evening? Uh, no. I've right. really been and, doing anything uh, else. I did want to say that uh, next week, um, Joey Image is going to be on the show uh, for our community spotlight. And Bethany is our... Uh, our, our community manager over at uh, on our Discord, and if you haven't joined our Discord, I just want to say, um, every next week we're going to be talking about um, Joey's going to be on the show to talk about um, the whole thing with Activision Blizzard because that's kind of where you know me and him bonded over uh, Blizzard games, and I and we've both been Blizzard fans for a long time, and uh, so we just kind of want to air our grievances about Activision Blizzard next week. And I I figured it'd be a good time to do that because I'm going to be reviewing Lost Vikings, which is one of Blizzard's very first games they ever made. And um, I just want to say anybody out there, if you want a good community, 
and we have to be a force for change in this uh in this you know gaming sphere that we're in and i i want to be a safe haven for people uh over on our community so if you'd like to join our discord and it's a safe community it's a welcoming community um we accept everyone there's no room for 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 dicks if you come in and you're a dick you get booted out there's no there's a zero tolerance policy for uh, somebody coming in and being a troll. So if if you're looking for a good community of people to to hang around, um, we you know we're gonna get back to our game nights here really soon, and um, you know whatever. If you want to come in and just hang out, t- put stick your toe in the water, come on over. Our Discord uh, link is it in our uh, bio on Twitter. And uh, come on in and hang out for a bit and say hi and see if you want to stay and hang out with us and play games and share memes and do every, and videos and just hang out. We got a good community. And um, that's all I wanted to say about that. And um, like I said, well... Yeah, and yeah. if you're not sure what Discord is, it's basically just a, well... Similar to Skype, but I put it as better. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's just a place you can chat to people. It's it's a free app. You can it's available on any operating system. You can get it on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, and it's free to sign up. Yeah, it's for it's absolutely free, and um, it's it's another form of social media. But, it, you know, we're the administrators of it. Like, Bethany here is our community manager. Um, you join our community. And we're using Discord right now for, you know, to talk like and record the show. But it's also sort of, you know, it's just a social media place where, you know, people... Uh, it's sort of like... Um, how would you describe it? Kind of like Twitter, but not really. <laughs> More like... Oh, uh, uh, it's... Yeah, it's sort of, it's basically just a place to go to, you know, you can meet new people um, and um, I, I, I'm i hosting the, the server for Nerd Cave Retro. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it's just people like you, people who are into, in that server, people that are into retro stuff and games and all sorts of crazy shenanigans. Yeah, anything pop culture. We, you know, we talk about games, not even just retro games, just you know, newer gaming stuff. Like we, we've had Among Us game nights. We're going to start doing some different game nights here soon. Uh, we talk about movies and uh, Bethany's got a whole 40K uh, thread in there about 40k lore and stuff like that. It's a really cool place to hang out. So go click that link on our Twitter at Nerd Cave Retro. Join our Discord community. Come on, come on out and have a good time with us. And uh, on that note, let's go ahead and move into the news for this week. <laughs> And I played the wrong music, so I'm going to play this. <laughs> and Donner Party 5 has joined us in the chat room. Welcome. And he's now known as Donner Party All Night. Awesome. <laughs> Going for the name change. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, this first story comes from I Am The Rampage. Let me pull it up here. Um, from GameSpot.com, PUBG animated series in development under Castlevania's Adi Shankar. After helping Castlevania escape development hell and become a popular animated series on Netflix, producer Adi Shankar is turning his attention to Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, based on the ba- popular Battle Royale game, and uh, it will be adapted as an animated series. He said, To me, this animated project represents another step in the evolution of mending the torched bridge between the games industry and Hollywood, uh, I look forward to revealing to everybody that winning a chick what what winning a chicken dinner looks like. Um, and it doesn't have a uh, a release date or anything. But what do you think about that? The uh, the producer of Castlevania doing a PUBG uh, television show. 
How the hell do you make a show out of a <laughs> game that has very little content Damn. in terms of game mechanics and story? I, I've i never been a fan of uh, Battle Royale games. Mm-hmm. Me neither. Just, it, it's not my style. I just don't like them, but I'm curious to see how... <laughs> It turns out. I mean, basically, watch it for curiosity's sake. But but you're right, though. There's I don't no, know how well it's gonna go. Is there even a story to PUBG? I mean, I played it once on my cell phone, and that was it. And I don't remember there being any kind of story or anything like that. And well, Dada, Dada the only person who nope. could really says, yeah. "Nope, just violence." Just what? Just. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and Fortnite's the same. I don't see how there's any content. If I don't see how there's enough content to make a TV show about it. Like, is it is it just gonna, unless they do something like they add in a story like uh, there's some competition going on or some crap like that, and you gotta survive. Uh, like, sort of, sort of like uh, Hunger like, Games type of thing? Y- yeah. I could Similar. see that. That would be okay. I don't know. I, I don't how I don't, I just don't know how you even look at PUBG and it's like, okay, I can make a TV show out of that. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. I don't know. Uh, next story's yours. Uh, okay. This one is actually kind of impressing being a computer nut myself. Uh, turns out the Steam Deck's final spec is more impressive than the first uh, announcement. This comes from I Am The Rampage on uh, PCGames.com. PCGamer.com. I did that backwards. <laughs> oh, well. Um Valve has updated the Steam Deck specifications to current report that the handheld genuinely impressive memory specification first noted with dual-channel RAM, the updated specification now currently lists quad-channel 32-bit LPDDR5 memory with speeds up to 5.5... MTS, which I can't think of what that stands for. I, I have no idea what that moment. means. <laughs> um, uh, the Steam Deck was first listed as dual channel. However, that has now been corrected to quad channel. Uh, an important discussion as this confirms the Steam Deck has a tremendous amount of bandwidth relative to its expected GPU performance. So there's a on the website, there's a little little graph. Yeah. Um, the GPU it's actually pretty impressive um, so basically the LP basically stands for well it's basically laptop RAM mm-hmm. it's the same type of memory you'd have in your laptop uh, DDR5 is dual let me see if I can remember uh, dual uh, or double, double oh, crap! I can't remember what it stands for. Anyway, it's faster. It's you know, like double it's direct drive or something like that. Dual. No, it's uh, oh, God, dang it! I I I used to know it, and now I can't think of what it stands for. But it's that that just uh, means it's solid state, right? Something like that. Well, well, all memory. All RAM is basically solid state because they're connected. They're on the same channels as your CP as your processing unit. Okay, I, I was um, thinking about hard drive. I was thinking about that. <clears throat> no, yeah. Um, RAM is your memory bandwidth. Um, but <clears throat> so I I I'm looking at this from a from a tech enthusiast point of view, which I actually think it's going to be pretty cool. 
um, if it gets popular. Um, well, it looks it's like really it's going to be a pretty powerful. Uh, it's almost like a, a laptop, but in uh, like a gaming laptop, but in handheld form. Like it's basically yeah, just what a do handheld you think? Computer. What do you think about its size? Because it's slightly bigger, slightly bigger than the Switch, but thicker. It's a fair bit chunkier. Um, I'll be honest. When it, I, that's my only complaint about the Switch is that it feels flimsy, and I would rather it be thick and chunky. <laughs> like I, I like to feel, you know, like I wish it had more weight to it in my hands. And yeah. this looks like it, it actually has some weight. Well, that's the other thing. The Steam Deck is significantly heavier mm-hmm. than the um, than the Switch. Yeah. But in terms of like controllers and stuff, it's got a pretty interesting layout. Yeah, I, the um, um, little thumb so pads here. Got, the thumb pads the, on there is that, is that sort of like a trackpad? Yeah, I think they're. I think the way they're designed. Um, to stimulate kind of using a mouse, I think okay. it's they're they're basically a trackpad that you can use. Um, for I think for more precision with certain games. Now the big thing with the Steam Deck is its battery life. It's not that great. Yeah. Um, from what uh, Valve is saying. Um, personally, I hope it does well. Um. I reckon it could be really cool. Yeah. Um, but only it's not due f- to be out for another year and a half. So. Yeah. Well, honestly, I, 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 I hope it does well too because competition is always good. And I think if there's competition out, because, you know, Nintendo has dominated the handheld market for what, 30. If uh, Game Boy came out in 89, so what, 32 years now, Nintendo has absolutely, like, just destroyed the handheld market. So I think if something can finally come out and, you know, give them a run for their money, you know, maybe Nintendo will start listening to people a little bit more. uh, Because I know Nintendo likes to innovate and not listen to what the people want a lot of times, which is okay. Because they come out with stuff that's really cool, but right now with the Switch, I feel like they're not really listening to us as far as what we what we want on that system. So if they're and especially for whatever comes next for Nintendo, I think this kind of competition is good is good for that type of thing. Yes, um, but you know we're just gonna have to wait and see. Um, it's packing a fair amount of performance in it um and valve has openly said that you can have it comes with its own steam os which is mm-hmm. linux based yeah um but a lot more friendlier um but you can put windows on it yeah well that's the what, thing um valve was saying yeah you can put windows on it and use game pass with it so I mean, if you want to have uh, basically a handheld, uh, you know, Xbox Series X uh, or, you know, whatever, like, you'll be able to have a handheld that will play your Game Pass games. So that's the most interesting thing to me. But what... Excuse me. That went down the wrong hole. (laughs) Um, From what... From what specs have been released, it's obviously not like it's powerful for what it is, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not, it's definitely nowhere near the capabilities of of a full-size console like, like Microsoft or Sony. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it's basic, it's like a... Pretty much like a smaller version of a laptop without a keyboard. Now, you can dock this. Um, Yeah, you can... You can get a dock for it, but 
Um, Valve will be selling one when it gets released, but they're also saying you can use nearly any uh, laptop dock that runs USB-C. Yeah. So even if you don't buy one from Valve, you can still get one and plug in a keyboard and mouse. Well, this thing is and really cool, and and you know it's the kind of the first of its kind. You know, a handheld computer this powerful. So I think it's going to do well. Um, you know, this is kind of more or less a a test run of this type of thing for Valve, and I think they're going to have a yeah. hit on their hands. So we'll see what happens in the coming year, year and a half, I, two years. I, honestly, I'm excited. But I'm a bit of a tech junkie, so oh, yeah. I, I like I like this type of information and and like learning and and discovering what type of tech is in in modern day stuff. It um it's very fascinating to me. Yeah, I figured you'd be the first one that first one of us to get one of these things. <laughs> yeah, we'll just have to see what happens when they, when they get released. Yeah. Uh, this next story comes to us from Armez Jackson. Uh, this is from MyNintendoNews.com. Uh, and we talked. I talked about this on... I made a meme about this on Twitter last week. Three more titles are coming to the Super NES Switch Online Collection on July 28th. Um, let's see. On uh, July 28th, fans can expect three more games to join the library's lineup. All three of them, Claymates, Jelly Boy, and Bamboozle, are obscure SNES titles, uh, meaning Japan is getting Shin Megami Tensei If. You can see a tweet replaying the news below. Um, I don't know what to say about this. Uh, everybody's I asking. I haven't heard of any of them. <laughs> Me neither. I've never heard of any of these games. And every month, it's like, everybody's like, can we have, uh, uh, you know, uh, Earthbound? And Nintendo's like, no, here's three obscure games you've never heard of before. And the next month, we're like, can we get can we get Earthbound? Nintendo's like, oh, here's three more games you've never heard of. Like, really? This has been going on for like two years now. Yeah, and uh, I must, yeah, it's look. I want the. I honestly want them to bring. A 64 um, emulator to to the Switch, but yeah. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I think that the 64, the Nintendo 64, is going to be way too hard to emulate because of that weird controller. It's going to be really hard. No. It's going to be really no. hard to, to port those games over. I mean, they could do it. I just... I don't know. I mean, if if uh, if other people online can get an emulator to work for a 64, I'm sure Nintendo can do it. Yeah. I mean, I still say to this day, they went from the worst controller ever made with the Nintendo 64 to the immediately to the best controller ever made with the GameCube. So... I, that's my only reason that I don't play very many. Why I don't play my Nintendo 64 very much is I hate that controller. I cannot. I didn't like it back then. I don't like it now. And it's even worse now because we're used to dual analog. And then now going back and trying to play a game with just one analog stick is. It's awful. Yeah, but I mean. The 64 is very doable. Oh, by the way, they can do it. They did it for the Wii. True. There's a 64 emulator on the Wii. They can do it. They just don't want to bring it to the Switch. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Nintendo's gotten gotten a little lazy <laughs> with their retro stuff lately. I don't know. <laughs> like we always say, they don't want our money. So. Eh, maybe. <laughs> uh, the next story is yours so this next story comes from Armez Jackson uh, on nintendolife.com 
like Banjo Kazooie, there's a chance you'll hit. Uh, there's a chance you'll like Heart Chain Kitty, says Devs. What the hell? <laughs> next month, <laughs> next month, Surreal Dreamy platformer Heart Chain Kitty is making an appearance on Switch. According to the developer, if you happen to be a fan of games like Banjo-Kazooie or Super Mario Sunshine, you might find something to like here too. The game's launching on Switch on 20th of August and features a cat protagonist, which, let's face it, already makes it worth a look. (laughs) The kitty called, um, kitty... (laughs) is heading out on a journey to find his parents who have become lost in a dream. Of course, a dream world isn't the same as our reality, so accept all sorts of of surreal and mysterious locations and levels to explore. This looks weird it does but honestly i'm intrigued that that looks creepy (laughs) it does like just the art style itself makes me want to try this out i mean the art style i actually like the art style but that cat looks creepy it's like a it's like a well honestly if they wouldn't have said it was a cat i would not have guessed that was a cat yeah same (laughs) but again like the art style is very nice it's very very similar to actually the art style is very similar to ukulele yeah um because ukulele is basically like banjo kazooie but more updated graphics but yeah that's sort of what it looks like it's i mean it sounds interesting. It's not very expensive. Uh, it says it'll be available for nine ninety when it drops next month. You know, I might actually get uh, this and review it. And that's what I like. Like, Armez Jackson always, like, I love when he gives us stories because he always sends us the stuff where these weird little games getting released that I would have never heard of. And something like this is so weird that it actually captures my attention. I'm like, I might actually play this. Does look interesting. Um, yeah, it promises all, over fifty levels. It's and only nine ninety, so it's less than ten bucks. Yeah. So you know, it actually seems very interesting. So I might do that. I might get this and review it. I might uh, get a hold of the dev and see if we can get some, uh, maybe get some uh, some codes to give out. Hmm. I might do that. But uh, for it, our... Yeah, it... Oh, I'm it sorry, what were you going to say? very interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, it... they had a little video, little playthrough video on the website. It actually looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, took a look at it yesterday. Very like, interesting. This, this is so weird. I just want to play it because it's so weird looking. Yeah. Anyway, on to the next one. And uh, the last one here is from Armez Jackson. Of course, we like to do a Kickstarter alert whenever we get something cool uh, we see on Kickstarter. Um, There is a PS1 and PS2 wireless PlayStation controller next-gen. Retro Fighter's next-generation wireless controller for PS1 and PS2. Um, It says, We are very happy and excited to announce our latest wireless iteration in the Retro Fighter's family of controllers. Now for PlayStation 1 and 2, we have spent nearly 12 months in development on the wireless PS gamepad. It is a new option for playing PlayStation 1 and 2 games wirelessly. Uh, comes with premium features and designs, features 2.4 gigahertz wireless technology, and a built-in rechargeable battery. Uh, the PS wireless gamepad has a wireless range of 30 plus feet and a battery life of 10 plus hours per charge. Um, so you can get in... Uh, if you just want to back it, you can throw in ten dollars. Uh, if you actually want to get one, you have to do uh, thirty-four or more. Which, if you do that, you get the controller. Wire uh, receive uh, one-time Retro Fighters Wireless Defender controller, color of your choice, um, instruction manual, 
and charging cable. So if you're interested in this, go check it out. It's at uh, uh, just look up PS1 and PS2 wireless PlayStation controller, and it should pop up for you. Um, and you'll this this looks pretty damn funky. It does. It looks oh, like I, a Xbox I, 360 controller almost. Almost. It's got a very similar shape, but um, it's a very yeah. It's actually really nice. I like the clear green one. That is retro as hell. Oh yeah. It's pretty cool because um, I like the way it's shaped because it does look like somebody mashed an Xbox 360 and a uh, an old P- like a PS2 controller together. Because it's got yeah, this... like it doesn't yeah, like it's I got... know what you mean. It's yeah. it looks it doesn't look anything like which is strange. It doesn't look like a PlayStation controller, which is a bit strange. You'd think they'd sort of go with that style, but maybe it's just more comfortable, I suppose, to go with a design that's a bit more common because the design that's used is the same same controller design, not so much the button layout, but the same style yeah. of housing as um, Microsoft and uh, even the Wii U, um, even the, not Wii U, even the Switch gamepads. Yeah, but it doesn't like have those, um, it's, it doesn't have the offset um, analog sticks like those have, like the... No, like the... The layout is completely PlayStation. Yeah. But the housing that all that is in is very similar to those other controllers. And that's always which... been my complaint about PlayStation controllers, that they were always a bit less comfortable than and that's what I loved about Xbox controllers is they were so comfortable the way they were shaped. So now you've got a an Xbox shaped controller with the the PS button layout, so that's kind of awesome. Yeah, and like the Pro controllers are the exact same layout, literally the the same same style, exactly the same style as a Xbox controller. Yeah, style. and the, these green, the one you pointed out, the green and the blue one, they look like those. Uh, they look like almost like like the clear um, Mad Cats type of uh controllers yeah they look retro as hell yeah they look definitely 90s with a you know you can see through yeah yeah (laughs) that is 90s as hell definitely so if you're interested go head over they've uh they they blew past their twenty thousand dollar goal um to right um... right now it's a hundred and three thousand nine hundred and seventy five dollars with 21 days oh actually yeah, if you are interested, um, you can look it up on Kickstarter, as Jason said, but I might also drop it in to the uh, Discord. Yeah, drop that in there and see if anybody for wants to go ease, back to this. For ease of... Actually, I think it was already dropped, but I'll drop it again. For ease of uh, looking at. Awesome. Uh, well, before we go into the review for tonight, I have to do some shout-outs and uh, want to thank you to our Patreons who keep the light uh, the lights on here at the show, keep our, our servers up to date and all that stuff. So we can't do that without you because that stuff costs money, and you guys give us money. <clears throat> so thank you very much. And if you'd like to join our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro. Uh, you get all the uh, extra episodes way earlier than everybody else. Uh, we just did, um, just dropped this week our commentary tracks for July. We did um, DuckTales Season uh, 1, Episode 3. And we also did the Marvel's uh, 1994 um, Spider-Man series. We did the first episode of that. So we just dropped that the other night. And uh, if you want to vote on what we review... Uh, what we're gonna commentate on every month. So go join our uh, join our Patreon, like these people here: Axblade07, Daniel Salmon, John Jekyll, aka the Mix Master, Han Solo, 
Carlos Longoria, a.k.a. I Am The Rampage, Staff Sergeant Sketch, Tyler Watson, Brandon Rutledge, Gus and Penny, Matthew Salmon, and our newest patrons, Joey Image and Ron Johnson. Thank you to everybody that uh, has become a patron of our show. Uh, new patrons, please send us your social media info, either on Twitter, Facebook, email, or on Patreon, so we can give you proper social media shout-outs. And uh, tonight, Bethany has joined us to talk about... I really, really like the music for this game. <laughs> I love it. It's it's really cool, eh? It's very... I put it in EDM. That's basically what it is. It's like... When you look... When you actually play it, and you... you and like, when you're actually inside playing, um, it it's very very motivating it's really cool um so of course the game i have reviewed for this evening is neon abyss neon abyss is a uh 2d platformer roguelike it's an action platformer it's on the similar lines to uh enter the gungeon binding of isaac um, it's along those lines. That's sort of what it is. Um, it's a 2D platformer. You go through various um, levels in the dungeon. Um, and like those games, there are some crazy items and crazy item combinations, as well as weapons and bosses. Um, so... Uh, it's available on it's available on all platforms, I believe. I'm pretty sure it's on uh, Xbox and PlayStation. Um, it's on PC and uh, Switch. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> but it's it's it as as I said, it combines running gun action with roguelike mechanics. Um, there is a little story to it. Um, the story basically is... Uh, uh, you are a member of the Grim Squad, which is uh, a task force set up by Hades. Um, to, and your job is to infiltrate the Abyss to defeat the new gods. Um, death is not the end, as every time you die, you'll find yourself more empowered than before. That's awesome. Now, this game, this game is very addictive. Um, it's got multiple, um, it's got very, uh, very large amount of playthroughs multiple playthroughs um so there are i did a count earlier today there are a total of 323 items or passive items you can collect throughout the game the dungeons are randomly generated um and so are the items that are available it says here um, um evolving dungeon uh, it's a unique and expandable underworld. You can choose a personalized upgrade path to expand your dungeon and unlock new rooms, bosses, items, special rules, and new endings. That's cool. Yes. Um, they recently did their one-year anniversary update, which added um, two new characters and, um, and a few new items. Now, you can get what's called pets in this game. Um, there are multiple pets you can get, um, just to, uh, I'll just name off a few. 
Do they actually? You can get. Do they actually help you along the way? Because it says. Yes. Um... Yes. You can get one called Angry Teapot, <laughs> which increases. So there's a passive. So they have a passive ability and an active. I wouldn't even call it an active ability. So they. So the Angry Teapot. Uh, increases your rate of fire when he follows you on death temporarily temporarily greatly increases rate of fire um you can get you can get um pets that shoot like alien baby adam um there's another one called cactus baby um fire devil there's there's ones that shoot and there's ones that increase fire rate uh damage uh and there's even one that um, uh, there's even one that uh, increases range as well. Hmm. <clears throat> um, so there there are there's a lot of variety, um, and the weapons are there are a number of weapons you can get. I think there's about fifteen. I haven't counted. I think there's about 15 or 20 in total. Um, but so there's, there's there's eight managers. The idea is to go through and defeat all eight managers. Um, the managers are Argus, God of Darknet, God of Darknet, Hull, God of Machines, Zeus, God of Electricity. Ares, god of violence. Athena, god of Illu- goddess of illusion. Then you've also got cursed uh, Ares and cursed Athena. And then the final one is Prometheus, which is uh, Titan. Um, they're your eight managers. Um, what about but the... to get to the eight managers? What about the neon gods? Yeah. Yeah, to get to to get to the managers, you need to go through a you gotta defeat one of how many bosses is there? The, you gotta defeat a number of bosses per th- to get to the the manager. So the way that it works is um the very first manager, which is uh which is spoiler is Argus. So um there's four levels yeah, four levels to get to Argus. And then you go through and you could encounter one of one of many. So there's God of Pills, God of Mobile Videos, God of Screens, God of Idols, God of Bittercoin, um, God of Plushies uh, God of racing, God of guns, God of fast food, God of gambling, and Goddess of makeup. <laughs> now, they do have hilarious names. Um, God of screens, you could you could um, you could encounter one of two bosses, either Sam or Sung. Hmm. I'm looking up which all is the, hilarious. The characters in this game, um, it's crazy. Uh God of God of Mobile Videos, you could either verse Tick or Talk. <laughs> they, they, it's 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 very very funny like um God of Fast Food, it's either McTucky or McFamily. <laughs> Uh, the god of fast food. Uh, there, <laughs> yeah, so uh, there are some me. very. There's a lot of hilarity to it. Um, now there are a number of characters in this game. Um, so the way that it works is you go. Th- so, say you pick a character. You, know, you you just pick a character that you want to use. Once you go through all eight versions all eight managers and you finish the game you then need to go through it again with the other characters to 100% it um and then on top of that 
um, even though you've done it with a character, you still need to go through all eight managers again with the alt version of that character. <laughs> so there is hours and hours of fun with this game. Sounds like it. Um, yeah, I'm looking at all the honestly, game characters here. Um, it looks like there's, what, like 12 different characters for the game? The, uh, the images and then the Alter Ego. They have Alter Ego DLC available now. Yes. Yes, so then you've got the Alter Ego. So you've got... If you have all packs, you've got the Alter Egos and the new DLC characters. The characters you've got are Wade, Anna, Matt, Lucas, R6, James, Ming, Zach, uh, Saya, and Amir. They're your characters. Each of those have an alter ego. I think I don't think the DLC characters do, though. Let me have a look. I, but I think they do. Yeah, I think all the DLC on, characters are uh, different versions of those same characters. Uh, that's what the alter ego is. Um, they add different combinations. Oh, yeah, so the, even the DLC characters have alter egos. So, yes, you need to go through the game with those characters and the alter ego to 100% the game. Wow. Um, you don't get all the characters off, off the bat. You start with Wade and Anna, but you need to unlock the rest of the characters. And you do that by... You collect these coins when you defeat the gods like these these tokens mm -hmm. there's a there's a tree that you can go through um you unlock different thing you can unlock the entire tree um for each section um and that's how you unlock your characters your the other characters except for the two dlc characters which you already have them because you've got the dlc um uh so then, yeah, you unlock, you unlock them through that tree. But by going through the tree and unlocking the tree, it make it adds rooms, um, it adds uh, adds barrels, and um, it adds items to the to the dungeon. It also, um, it also just makes your life a bit easier. Yeah. Um, as you as you go through, so the more stuff you unlock. Um, the easier your runs become. Yeah, I'm looking at the list so, of uh, the weapons that they have in the game, too. I think I'm going to have to get this and play it. I'll, I love a good run and gun, and from what I saw from some of the playthrough I watched on YouTube, I love the art style for this game, too. And it looks just like, like if you're a fan of run and gun type of games, this looks like it's it's really fun. Yeah, and even the enemies are a bit hilarious too. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of funniness to it, but it, but it's also very very and it's entertaining to play as you're playing and it's it's and the and when you're actually playing and you're inside the dungeon, the music has um the music is in the background. It's not it's not forefront like in a lot of like in a lot of games, you sometimes find the music that's in the forefront. Yeah. Whereas in Neon Abyss and sort of other games like it, it's in the background. So um, all the other sounds take priority over over the music, and the music is just cool. But one of the, one thing that you can do when you're in the bar, so when you die in the dungeon, you go back to the bar. Uh, which is where you can stand, spend your tokens and that. But before you leave, you go past a stage, and on the stage, they're playing EDM. They're playing music. You can actually stand in front of the stage, <laughs> push a button, and you can dance. <laughs> That's cool. And it's like it's like a little little in-game wallpaper type thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like you were talking um, about, the music for this game was really cool when I was going through it yesterday, capturing the music. 
um, this is just something that I would just listen to, <clears throat> like just outside of the game, because it's really good. Yeah, I want to get the um, I want to get the uh, the uh, uh, OST. Um, I haven't looked if I can listen to it on Spotify yet. Yeah, I'm gonna look and see some, if they have the yeah, yeah, some OSTs are available on there, but you can get the OST from Sting. Yeah. Well, also, you can just go listen to it on uh, on YouTube, too. Yeah. There there are ways to, to listen to it. But uh, as far as a um, number grade, like 1 through 10, what would you, what would you rate the game? Oh. <sighs> <laughs> to really try and not be biased, because I really like this genre. <laughs> um, look, it look it actually looks really nice in it. It's as you said, it's uh, what would you call it? Would you call it sixteen bit? I wouldn't uh, call it eight. Yeah, well, even a little more than six. Eight. Like we've talked about before, um, some of the newer games that we've played of the indie stuff. I think it's more like. Like even more than sixteen bit, like twenty four bit or something, like one step above, like the Super Nintendo or the Sega Genesis, like that kind of in between, yeah. you know. It's it, yeah, it's got a very, very beautiful art style, mm-hmm. um, and because the the way the dungeons are, even the dungeons are very pretty especially when you when you drop, first drop in they got two statues with some neon lights and uh, little neon neons floating around the the entrance area it's it's very very well done um also the developer is vwu vwu i think i said that correctly uh, let me see vwu yeah oh vwo vwo games uh, and it's published by Team Seventeen and Eureka Studio. Yeah. Um, look, it's a it's a very very good game. Um, very entertaining. As I said, you get hours of of entertainment. I would have to put it. I give it a solid eight. That's cool. Um, yeah. the, the the graphics are great. The the yeah the graphics are great the um the it's got a very nice difficulty curve which I didn't talk about um and the music is great so the just quickly on the difficulty curve so uh, when you go to each manager a level gets added so um so up to the first manager it's levels one to four next manager is five six and so on. So, um, but um, up to level four, you lose half a heart every time you get hit. Um, But then level five and upwards, every time you get hit, you lose a full heart. So um, it it actually gives you a bit of time to, to get used to the mechanics, get used to how the dungeon operates and how how the flow of every of of everything works before it starts hitting you with like like the harder difficulty stuff i um yeah so i failed i was playing recently and i was on the i was on level six i was just about to go up to zeus and i died (laughs) (laughs) i was i was spewing it was a good run too but yeah, so that's that's how it works. So um, each each time you go through a manager, another level is added. So um, Zeus is five. The next is six, seven, eight, nine. So you got to start going through all of them before you get to the, the manager. Um, so yeah, it does get harder. Yeah, and it's got a very nice curve to it. Well, that's good. That makes a good roguelike. And mm. um, right now, I, I saw it's it's pretty much available everywhere. Steam, um, I think it's on Game Pass. It's also available on the Switch. It's $20 right now on the Switch. And uh, I think that might be where I'm going to play it at. 
because I like to be lazy and lie down when I'm playing games. So, uh, yeah, I think this, uh, this might be something I'm going to add to the collection because it looks really cool. And I never would have heard about mm. this unless you, you came on and tell me about it. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. So. Well, awesome. We're, got, we're up to the end of the show. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for filling in for Derek this week. And uh, anything you want to tell the people uh, where they can find you on the interwebs before we leave tonight? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Bethany under Fox One, um, underscore Fox One. You can find me on Instagram at Bethany Fox. Bethany underscore Fox is my Instagram. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And I'm available in the Discord community. So yeah, come on out to our Discord and uh, hang out with us. And uh, also, you do you do some streaming too on Twitch. And uh, which uh, I haven't, but I I do, which is uh, Bethany Fox. I believe <laughs> I haven't looked at it in a while. I think if you just put in Bethany Fox, you'll be able to find you anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you got that. You got that name on lockdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I think. Um. Yeah, like I said, next week. Uh, Joey Image is going to be here for the Community Spotlight episode. Derek will be back. Uh, so it'll be me, Joey, and Derek. And like I said, we're going to talk about the uh, the Activision Blizzard uh, stuff that's been going on. And uh, go check out my other podcast, uh, the ret- um, Retro Games. <laughs> like, my brain is uh, fused together tonight. Uh, it's Open Micers. At Open Micers on Twitter, Open Micers Podcast on Facebook. Go check us out over there. And like I said, thank you for uh, thank you for filling in for Derek. Thank you for being our community manager. And it's always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. No, it was a pleasure being on. And now let me play our music here. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com. We're at nerdcaveretro. <clears throat> Dot com. Uh, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash NerdCaveRetro, Instagram and Twitter at NerdCaveRetro, at JFunktastic and at Derek underscore Diamond, and of course at Bethany underscore Fox1. Go get some t-shirts. They're on sale right now. Everything in our stores, they're up to 35% off at ncrmerch.com. And also, our Patreon is patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro. And of course, leave us a review wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. So in the mortal words of Derek Diamond, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Chucker, eh? Uh,